Dear friends, I would like to make my homily this morning on one verse in our second reading from Philippians, where Paul tells us not to be anxious about anything. Anxiety, as we know from experience, anxiety robs the human spirit of joy. And anxiety and joy cannot coexist together. Now, you might remember that in 1988, Bobby McFerrin came up with a fun little song called, Don't Worry, Be Happy. I could almost sing it for you, <laughs> but it's cruel to do that. I won't. So. But you know, that song, which was such a fun song, doesn't give us any grounds for our happiness. It's not, happiness is not something that we can kind of concoct through a psychological process in our head. And Paul, in our reading today, speaks about how it is that we have a solid and firm grounding for that joy that um, eliminates the anxieties in our lives. Now consider this. If you were going about the world doing good for the Lord and for his people, and then suddenly some unfriendly authorities come up and cast you into prison, how would you respond? Would you be desolate? Would you feel absolute desolation in prison? Well, this happened to Paul on several occasions. In Acts 16, Paul and Silas were arrested in Philippi for healing a deranged fortune teller. And when they were in prison, the guards came by and found them singing joyfully in the middle of the night. And now Paul is in Rome. He's imprisoned in Rome. He knows that martyrdom is approaching. But these tribulations do not distract from his joy. He does, in the second reading from the letter to Philippians, which are called one of his captivity epistles, Paul speaks of joy and thankfulness. In fact, all of Paul's 13 letters that we have in the New Testament, with the exception of the letter to the Galatians, where Paul is really worked up because he's driving heresy out of that community. But in all the other letters, Paul begins with expressions of thanksgiving. In fact, thanksgiving is wound through all of his letters. Now, Jesus spoke about anxiety in the Sermon on the Mount. And he listed some of the things that we get anxious about. How long do we still have left to live? Will we have adequate food and shelter? Will our future be happy and bright? And those same worries and anxieties are with us today. 
Paul's letter speaks to us directly about this. Brothers and sisters, have no anxiety at all, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. So Paul is teaching us that prayer cures anxiety. But what kind of prayer? Supplications with thanksgiving is how Paul answers that question. And there are three things to note in this little verse that we've just quoted. First of all, we come in prayer. And the word that Paul uses for prayer here is, here is speaking of our frame of mind when we turn to God in a worshipful attitude because we believe that God is truly in charge of our lives. He is the providential Lord of our lives. No matter what we're experiencing, our lives are in God's hand. And Paul says that is the essential attitude that we have to have when we turn to God in prayer. And then he says, when you do that, then make your petitions or requests known to God. And these are the needs and the cares we have that we bring to the Lord. And Jesus, remember, encouraged us to bring everything that is on our heart to the Lord. There's nothing that we cannot bring to the Lord. And the third thing that he says here, so we have that prayerful attitude that God is in charge. We have this sense, secondly, that we bring everything that is in, in our hearts, all of our cares and concerns we can bring to God. And the third thing is that we must make prayer with thanksgiving. This is our attitude of gratitude to God for everything. So when we're, when we're in that dark place where we're feeling terrible, that note of thanksgiving needs to be attached to the requests that we give to the Lord. One of my favorite church fathers, St. John Chrysostom, put it this way. Here is a medicine to reduce grief and every bad circumstance and every pain. What is it? To pray and to give thanks for everything. God does not wish merely for a request, but one that is offered in thanksgiving for all that we have received. So we must make petitions for the future with thanksgiving for everything in our lives, even for what seems grievous. And this is what brings peace to us. Thus the answer for relieving anxiety through prayer is to receive the peace of God. As Paul puts it, this comes from God and it is not from the world. 
We do not create peace by managing our own emotions. Our peace comes from the Lord. And it transcends all understanding, Paul says. And when you wonder what that means, think of those jailers in Philippi. They came, they had just beaten Paul and Silas and thrown him in prison, probably tortured them some more there. And at midnight, they find them awake singing hymns of joy to the Lord. That surpasses understanding. And when we meet people, every once in a while, we have that wonderful experience of meeting someone who is walking so closely with the Lord. And they've come through so many trials and tribulations. And yet you just sense a peace about them. And a joy is written on their face. That's why. Paul says it will guard your heart and mind in Christ. So that peace which passes understanding will guard. That means it will keep out our doubts and our anxieties. Pope St. John Paul II said, in a Christian's heart, peace is inseparable from joy. Anger, anxiety, or worry doesn't accomplish a single thing for the soul, but prayer constantly does. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.